0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. I'm your host, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. We're back in New York. We're back in the Big Apple, the BK. Back in BK, Bets die. Back in the die. New York groove. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, it's been a minute for show, for show.
0: Do you think our show has like different energy when we record in New York?
1: Oh, interesting, interesting. Ah! I- you know what? I do. I do. Yeah. But I really need the people to tell us. So, you know,
0: tweet yeah. at us, whatever, call it. when <laughs> we were in Michigan, like... You Know filming out of our parents' house, it definitely gave like a different vibe. Like, I definitely was feeling more a bit like more suburban Fargo energy, like oh you know, snow. Okay, we are
1: not from Wisconsin, or where, where is it set? Where is that Fargo set? Fargo,
0: I think, is in Iowa, North <laughs> yeah. Dakota. I think it might be North Dakota. I don't really know. I'm not really into male driven dramas. Um, um, what are you talking about? Which one called the whatever star? one season? Francis
1: McDermott. I'm talking about the oh, I'm thinking of the movie. I don't really. I really know. Theology. I don't like to get
0: bogged down into politics. Okay. <laughs> uh, all I know is that we had the snow around, the we deer. Did the deer. And, mm-hmm. and now we're back I in the concrete the jungle. Yeah. you Giving the people some, what they
1: want and what they need. Yeah. So instead of deer, you, you might hear some ambulances go by. That's true. Uh, our local fire station is called To Hell and Back. Study Yeah. <laughs> No, seriously, that's at the front of their <laughs> No, seriously, we, truck. yeah, we hang out with
0: our firefighters, we <laughs> give them a lot of local support, neighborhood support. <laughs> we gotta keep them strong, Yeah, you know? we're like, okay, if you ever get a call for 383-something-3L, three, three three <laughs> you come right away, like... I always think about that, like, I mean, gosh, like, worst case scenario, you got a fire truck around the corner, so I mean...
1: Yeah, worst case scenario, but you never know, there are some fires you go up in flames and that's before all. they even get there.
0: That's all she wrote.
1: So, um, not going with it. Well, speaking
0: of some fires that take you up in a flame, what the fire that Megan and Harry dropped down <laughs> on the royal family. Yeah. As red as Harry's hair. <laughs> okay. We are living. We're living in un- season eight times. of the crown. Yeah. We're okay. So like, remember what it really was. Yes. For when they show you, what definitely. It is. Like, what do you think? Like 2000? It's tri- yeah, yeah. I mean, we're already about to get into, but these are the last two seasons, right? That they said. Whoa, well, how are they not gonna keep the show? I think after the next two seasons, they're I gonna think take it might a be break. Twenty years, I think it'll be another ten, twelve. Honestly, yeah, okay, yeah. I think it'll be another ten, twelve. I think. When it comes to around 2030, 2031, we're going to start getting rubbed up her production. Archie and all the other kids will be about to start middle school. Like, it'll well, be time to Charlotte start to tell the story.
1: Charlotte and the older boy will be teenagers. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so more than
0: middle school. <laughs> oh, my God. Aliyah, excuse me for shaving off, like, three years. I
1: mean... They're gonna be doing some, they're gonna get, Charlotte's gonna get
0: into trouble, okay? I'm calling her right now.
1: Charlotte's a troublemaker for sure. She's a little Randy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's gonna have like a lot of Margaret in her.
1: Ooh, yeah, I could see that for sure. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, you know those second children—they're always mm-hmm. a bit of trouble, as yeah. we're seeing with Harry right they now. They are. Yeah. So we weren't going to talk about it, but it just feels
0: like. Well, I just feel like we've gone this long in the journey of Meghan Markle. Like we've talked about it since talked about her. Yeah. Since she started dating Harry, like how are we going to just drop off now? And I mean, yeah, I agree. Now that she's, I mean, sitting down the Oprah. Did you ever think that, like, when she joined the royal family, like, this is, like, the no. how far left it was going to go?
1: No. If anything, I thought, I thought, I think this is how a lot of people thought it was going to mm-hmm. go. I thought she was just going to fit in, and it was just, she was actually going to be getting, really boring Mm -hmm. and that she was going to fit in just like Kate yeah. and that like all the trouble people thought was going to happen wouldn't actually happen and we and she was going
0: to just be pretty seamless like Kate was yeah right
1: like I thought like I thought that she wanted it so much that it was just going to be status quo I think she did want it I think she did too
0: if you believe okay so if if you want to talk about what they talked in the interview yeah so
1: hold on let's rewind okay Harry and Meghan who have, in the past, what, year?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it started right around when we first started going into lockdown. So it really has been a year.
1: Uh, Harry and Meghan stepped down as senior royals. Like January,
0: February 2020.
1: They requested this. um, And when they first announced it, no one really knew why. And a a lot of people just thought that, like, oh, this was always going to come. You know, Harry's never going to be king. This is what happens as you get farther from the well, center. also,
0: other people were like, this was Meghan's plan yeah. all along. Like, yeah. she was never going to hang. But she wanted
1: him in America, and in, mm. in L.A. And that, yeah, that she was never going to. Well, she was never going to hang
0: around in England being, uh-huh. like, the second fiddle. Fiddle to, yeah, like, she Kate was Middleton. Like, um, does this bank account travel? All oh, right. it does? <laughs> okay, let's go.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, everyone kind of thought this is what they wanted, mm-hmm. and so they stepped away. They moved to Canada, then they moved to LA. Um, well, first we
0: we moved to a Commonwealth, a Commonwealth. Of I course. mean, we said we'll, we'll live in New Zealand, <laughs> Australia. Gracious of you! <laughs> How brave of you to live in New Zealand! <laughs> I mean, we started off in Canada, and we said we'll do the work of the Commonwealth. Oh like they, they need a royal presence over there in Canada. Seriously.
1: Um and then they moved to LA, LA and they've been there for what, I don't know, half a year or a something. Minute, yeah. So we hadn't really heard from them, but like as this is this past year has been going, it doesn't seem like things with between them and the rest of the royal family have been going smoothly to say the least.
0: No, no, no. um
1: it was pretty obvious that William and Harry were not on good terms Mm-mm. mostly from the tabloids there's a lot of other drama mm-hmm. with like William supposedly cheating people thought that Harry was like really not cool with that because of their parents or yeah their dad's history and that that was maybe a reason that um they weren't talking and yeah. there was of course the rumors that uh, Megan and Kate weren't getting along which had been there from the get yeah and that, that was a reason that this that um the brothers weren't talking yeah but of course it turns out that there, there was so much more to it
0: so much more
1: so recently in the past week last week actually yeah. um uh, Harry and Megan but mostly Megan yeah Megan sat down with, with an interview
0: with Oprah yes With Oprah, yeah, I think people have heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oprah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So what just happened this
1: past week? I don't know if you've heard of it. And it was a bit of a tell-all, no, (laughs) a bit of a (laughs) tell-all. Honestly, I thought it was just going to be like fluff, like Mm -hmm. to try, like we knew going into it. It was like, okay, they're trying to appeal to the public to get their sympathy. Yes, this is how that
0: was obviously. Prerogative and objective number one. Number one. Like they, I mean, to the fact that it was so much to get the people to be on their side and see clearly. Okay, they literally were told by a PR agent there can only be one hero and there can only be one villain. Yeah, we are not here to bring nuance to the situation and to really like peel back the layers of like family complexity (laughs) that have been going on since. No. We are here to plead our case. Mm-hmm. We're going to pull at every heartstring. We yep. were going to use every trick in the book. Mm-hmm. And they came with an agenda. And I think they met every agenda. And I every point in that agenda. they exceeded
1: their own expectations. Yeah,
0: exactly. Alt- I think, yes. Oprah, I think, was a, was a great oh wing God. woman to them. Yeah. I think that she was obviously very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And very much wanted them to get their story out without looking like she was doing that. Even yeah. though I knew well, she that's was. That's
1: the genius of Oprah. Yeah, and the brilliance of Oprah. Yeah, for and sure. She has this
0: way of coming off so like non committed. Like I'm just here to get the mm-hmm. truth out, and wherever right the pieces fall where they may, yeah. that's what happens. But I mean, obviously, she is very friendly with Megan and Harry, and I think it was pretty obvious that. She was definitely on their side. She was certainly and was helping them tell the story through. Because I think that Oprah knew everything that they were going to say to her.
1: No, she for sure did.
0: So she was helping them tell the story, and not only that, her reactions of shock and awe to things that I don't think to mirror
1: the audience's reactions,
0: mm -hmm. or at least to tell the audience, yeah,
1: how to feel. That's yeah, Yeah, how to
0: feel. So, so it was br- a brilliant interview.
1: Brilliant interview. It was leading up to the interview, kind of just proving Harry and Meghan's point. The was it three days before, maybe just the week before the interview aired. The royal, or what are you, the fir- the firm, the firm. I don't know. Um, they released a statement saying that Meghan's old staff that used to work for her back when she lived in mm-hmm. england and was a full-time member uh, have accused her of
0: bullying mm-hmm. and an emotionally disturbing behavior yeah mm-hmm. um like emotional manipulation emotional bullying yeah. a toxic work environment that forced like two people to step down and now the palace <laughs> has decided to investigate yeah. so after 400 years of toxic <laughs> behavior megan- <laughs> Mar- the train is stopping at megan markle <laughs> megan yeah. you took it too far You abused your power, and now we have to investigate. It was
1: just laughable. A week before
0: the interview was supposed to go to air, yes.
1: It was so transparent, so laughable. Like, again, I don't want to base too much on what we've seen from The Crown, but, like, if you've seen The Crown, it's laughable to watch how Prince Philip is depicted, Mm -hmm. how Charles is depicted, Mm -hmm. and to think that Meghan is a bully. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah.
0: She's the one that came in and showed the staff behavior they've never seen before. Yeah. Right. Not people okay. who were born into royalty mm-hmm. and told that they were more important than other people. Yeah. And to say they have a sense of entitlement is the understatement. The girl from California. Yeah. Who
1: was a C-list actress at best. Yeah.
0: Her. Yeah. No one believes that. Yeah. For a freaking second.
1: Um... It's a like total which, smear
0: campaign. Which
1: ultimately, I think, probably just got more eyes mm-hmm. on it did. Uh, the interview, which was... Well, I think
0: people were like, oh, the, the family, like, they're really warring. Yeah. Like, this is not, like, you know, tension. This is not a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. This is all an out war to them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure that the royal family was privy to what was about to be revealed in the interview. And what was revealed throughout the interview was not just that the royal family wasn't giving Meghan and Harry any su- support against the British media and against the British tabloids, which uh, Harry had spoken from the beginning since they started dating about how he looked to his family to get support from the tabloids, from the racism, from the sexism, because the all tabloids it,
1: were being
0: they were uh, being abusive, uh,
1: abusive and racist. It was very obvious right. the treatment that. Megan was getting versus any other royal family members, but of course, just like the easiest comparison is Kate, and you know, not that Kate has always gotten fair treatment, but right. it—it's the racism for Meg, mm-hmm. and you know, Harry spoke out against it when they were dating, like you just said, but he never got that support from his family,
0: that, and that I think we saw the how much that shocked him, yeah. And that's what finally clicked for me when I was like watching that interview is that I don't think that Harry had some big diabolical plan to leave his family always. I think that he sees the problems with his family, but thought that things could be different this time around with him and him getting married and him raising a family within this, that things were starting to change, that his mother had done things to make the royal family progress in all the right directions. And he was going to see some fruit of that labor.
1: Right. But, like, he was a bit naive, honestly, to think Mm -hmm. that, like, any progress had been made or any lessons had been learned. Because if you think about it, just one generation above him, his own father couldn't marry who he wanted to marry because she was not she was a woman about town. We're now talking about Camilla who he ultimately did end up marrying and had an affair with throughout his whole marriage with Diana. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't able to marry who he wanted because the family didn't approve of her. Um, his aunt Margaret didn't get to marry who she wanted to marry because he was a divorcee, Mm -hmm. you know? So while he got to actually marry who, who, who he wanted Oh, and sorry, his great uncle who had to abdicate the throne because he wanted to marry a divorced American. Yeah. That same it's, it's interesting because sorry I'm rambling, but like Harry always compares Megan's and his situation to Diana's. Yeah. But really it's more similar to his great uncle mm-hmm. or to his his aunt Margaret mm-hmm. because while he because he wanted to marry an American divorced woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she was an actress. And while he got to marry her, for him to think that it would come with no strings was probably naive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to think that they were just going to be happy and and okay with this. yeah, You know, she's not the woman that I think they pictured him with. She's black. She's... You know, has been a celebrity. She's older than him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the complete antithesis to Kate. Yeah. Who just fits the I mold. the
0: complete antithesis.
1: Well, she, you're right. She's not in actuality, but on paper.
0: Yeah, not even on paper. Same just more. because, like, Kate is a commoner. Her parents, like, through own like yeah, a but cater- there's only
1: so many royals left like who is he gonna marry
0: no i know but she's not blue blood i mean yeah. there's tons of blue blood people yeah. and are, she's not like, exactly working class either no but there's a big difference between ruling a country and ruling a catering company sure. which sure. her family her parents ran a catering company yeah i i mean yes but i think for queen elizabeth that's Pretty pedestrian,
1: yeah. But she was also able to go to the same college that William got. A hundred
0: percent. But that's not how they think about things. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Like I think like that might be. I think in America that kind of class transition mm-hmm. where you are running a catering company so <laughs> successfully enough that you can send your kids to private school and the same kind of universities that royals go to may yeah. be a an American dream yeah. but in England their class structure is so much stricter than that right, and right. it's you know the ink hasn't quite dried on their money yet was <laughs> well, dry now yeah, though okay, dry now. Now. <laughs> but I still do think that like Kate wasn't Ideal, but she looked the part and she was willing to play the part, part. be the part. And so I do think that, yes, like if they had any qualms about Kate's lack of blue blood and uh, aristocracy background, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that she looked like the queen of Denmark compared to when Megan walked through the door. Right. I mean, they acted like Megan just spilled out of a trailer park. She went to a freaking Northwestern. Right. Okay.
1: And she was on freaking suits. Okay. She was fifth on the on
0: Freaking suits. I grew up in Bel Air. Okay. Across the street from Tori Spelling. Okay. Ever heard of it? Yeah. A lot better than some sticky old Vanderbilt. But um So
1: what was the first revelation in the interview?
0: Um that they were talking about the baby skin tone.
1: No, before that, we'll <laughs> okay, to that. Oh, we don't
0: get to that. Um the first
1: thing was about her and Kate, which I have my oh, own feelings
0: about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Megan okay, 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 okay. Yes. Okay. So this was the first regulation a uh, revelation that we always knew that Megan and Kate had tension. But we just didn't know what the real crux of the issue was. So Megan revealed... I would argue we still don't really know. That's true. But there was a story, apparently it was a big story in British tabloids Mm. that... Leading up to the wedding between Megan and Harry, yeah. there was a fight between Megan and Kate. Yeah. And Megan made Kate cry. And the fight was like over like bridesmaid dresses or like the kids dresses yeah. or something like that. Something and Megan made Kate cry. And that Megan was being a bully and emotionally abusive, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan revealed to Oprah that that did in fact happen except for yeah, switch it. Switcheroo. Switch who made who cry.
1: Kate made Megan cry.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it, like, the fact that every... All the rest of the parts of the, of the story are true.
0: Right. Except
1: for who made who
0: cry. And Megan says that the story came out months after it happened. Yeah. Which also she felt was weird. Mm-hmm. And that... Everyone in the royal family knew the real story and no one was setting the record straight yeah, for her. Which
1: they which is a regular thing for them to do. Yes. If a false story or not even just a false story, a story they don't like is out in the public, right. They make sure to let the press to finagle the press yes. or twist their arm or to release a statement that Uh, tells their truth. Right. And this was just not something that 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 Megan was saying that they were doing for her. Right.
0: So... Like, she even said that Kate, like, sent her flowers and apologized She, she made a point to say that yeah, Kate Yeah, like, apologized. at the end of it, like, it was really, like, probably a tale as old as time, like, soon-to-be sister-in-laws fighting over wedding details. Right. Especially maybe, like, the sister who's been in the family a little bit longer mm-hmm. thinks she maybe, like, knows best and can help yeah. her show her the ropes if she only listens. You yeah. know, I can see some, you know, that feeling and taking that stance
1: exactly it's it's not a crazy fight to have yeah i don't
0: think and i don't think the fact that that fight happened and kate made megan cry makes Makes Kate a bad person person. i think it makes her just literally human yeah she was fighting with her soon-to-be sister-in-law shit happens but what
1: i think is interesting about this is that kate was out of everyone in the royal family the one specifically called the only one really called out by name which feels like, to me... And also,
0: also, also yeah. about the Wimbledon story, too. Okay. Now, that was more of just, like, kind of a little bit of shade. Yeah, but to me, it's like... I f- like Because like, what I want to talk about the Wimbledon thing is what I'm saying is, like, Oprah brings up the time that Megan and Kate go to Wimbledon together and are sitting to like each other wearing, like, little cute outfits, blue and white. Seemingly getting along. Seemingly getting along. And that was what I thought was going to be the beginning of a lot of photo ops like that. I can yeah. always assumed I always kind of like hoped that Megan and Kate would get along well and be able to give us this kind of like dynamic duo type vibe. Sadly, that was not in the cards for us. And Oprah kind of said to her, you know, in that instance with you two at Wimbledon, you guys look like you're getting along great. It looks very chummy, very cozy. And Megan's has something along the lines of not Everything is what it looks like. Yeah. You know, so she not so suddenly says that, you know, me and Kate don't have this warm and fuzzy relationship. We're not best friends. We're We're not not best friends. We're not the idea that everyone thought was going to happen. It ain't. That's not how it's going down.
1: So like I was saying, I was like, those are two stories that were, I think, like you said, like very purposely plotted out in the interview, you know, they Mm -hmm. like. Oprah knew to ask that question for a reason. And I think it's weird that Kate, out of the ro- out of everyone in the royal family, is the one called out for her behavior, which right. to me just feels like, like they want to take a jab at the royal family, but they're too scared to take the jabs at the higher-ranking people. I so think. they go after kind of low-hanging fruit, which 100%. is Kate. And Kate, who... Yeah, like I'm not saying she's perfect. I'm sure she has done other things. But the two examples of, yeah. Kate didn't
0: make this institution. No, she didn't. You know. She's
1: simply going along to get along. Yeah. Just as, you know, as Megan was trying to do. Right. So it felt. Like, like, I'm sorry,
0: Kate's not the enemy. No. So it felt to me a little manipulative on their part. Yes, it did to me too. Because when asked about. The Queen, even though, even though, before I even get started on what they said about the Queen, Meghan and Harry, although they do only call out Kate by name, they are quick to keep to refer to the firm, Mm -hmm. which is what they refer to as like the whole like kind of institute of the royal family. They They have like two words for it, the firm and the institution. Yeah. Now, the institution seems to be more like the people who work behind behind the scenes for them and yeah. then the firm are the senior royals so and then William kinda,
1: Charles mm-hmm, the Queen Philip, Philip.
0: yeah yeah basically and that's those, basically yeah. it and i remember on their wedding reception mm-hmm. that william said in his cheers to meghan welcome to the firm like oh that gosh. is how so, so they weird. in <laughs> the interview with oprah refer to the firm a lot and about how they didn't get any support from the firm mm-hmm. how they didn't get any support from the institution yeah but when they talk about specific relationships with senior royals such as charles the queen and philip even william yeah who they do kind of give a like a colder, like maybe imply that their relationship's a little strained. But when they talk about Charles and the Queen, according to William, everything is great. But he's at war with the firm. Yeah. But he can't explain how he's at war with the firm, but on the best terms he's ever been with his grandmother.
1: Yeah. He literally says, I talk to her more than I ever have. mm -hmm. So it's you're talking about both sides of your mouth. A hundred percent. We've already established that the firm is... Four people, right? Six if you include Harry and megan right? Um, or I guess uh, five people, including Kate. And that I would include Kate, yeah. In that. Yes. And is Camilla? Mm, not really. Uh, yeah, no, no, not no, really, yeah. Um, so you've already established that it's like essentially five people. You know, I was just like happy to be here. Yeah, her. so happy to <laughs> just like, be there. Whatever. But then you only call out the person who's joined the firm as of, like, 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And when you ask That's it, suspect. It, it's suspect. You know, so you do this whole interview to call them out. Mm-hmm. But then you back away when, like, it takes, when, like, the real balls it takes to actually call them out. Mm-hmm. Say anything. So, to me, it feels like they still want to be a part of it. Yeah, and to some extent, and they still want something out of the family. Well,
0: do we want to play
1: the clip of Harry kind of talking out both sides of his mouth? Yeah, S- yeah. We'll play the clip right here of him talking about his his grandmother. Oh. In Dutch, Sussex. Uh, he cannot come to Norfolk. The Queen is busy. She's busy all week.
0: After she just invited you. Yeah. She just Invited me. The Queen is busy. She's busy all week. Do not come up here. Okay. So I rang her from Frogmore. Um, that night
1: and said I was thinking about coming anyway but I hear you're now busy and, and she said yes uh, there's something in my diary that I didn't know that I had and I said well what about the rest of the week she goes well that's busy now as well okay I didn't want to push because I kind of knew what was going on
0: and and then there later that night but doesn't the queen get to do I mean, doesn't the queen get to do what the queen wants to do mm-hmm.
1: No, know, when you're head of the firm, there is people around you that give you advice. Okay. And what has also made me really sad is some of that advice has been really bad. Okay. And you know, based on that clip, it's like she does she does that. She uninvites him to seemingly what, like their family home. Yeah. But and but then but they're, they're the closest they've ever been. Right. Those two things just can't exist. So he's like. Kissing the ring at the same time, but also... Trying to take the ring down. Down. You know, they've done th- things like take away his security for the whole family.
0: Yeah. And cut him off financially. And cut him
1: off financially. Um, at one point, his father wasn't taking his phone calls. Mm-hmm.
0: He says that. He says that. There's a better part of last year. His dad wasn't taking his calls.
1: Yeah. Um, when asked about his relationship with William, he's, he says simply, yeah, there's space right yeah. now. And right now we just need to give each other space.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: OK. But then we get into the big, probably the biggest revelation, mm-hmm. which is that there were concerns from the firm mm-hmm. about the color of of what their child's skin was going to look like. Archie who's now Archie and it's it's they seemingly expressed these concerns pretty early on in their relationship. Before. Well can we talk about how
0: Megan. Yeah. Am about... I. That's how it happens right. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. Well because the way that Megan tells the story to Oprah about how there were certain senior royals who expressed concerns over the potential you know, dark skin tone of her and Harry's kiss. Which is just so
1: laughable looking at Megan and looking at Harry. Well,
0: I it's know. not, even if it wasn't. Laughable, no, I know, it's but like it's just disturbing. Like, it's
1: disturbing on any level, but it's like, y'all have never met a black person. Like, no. and never met. And ne- clearly, like Megan is like the first mixed person they met. Yes. Like, no, I know it's, it's, it's concerning on all levels. Yeah. But it's just like, it's yeah. so daft. Yeah. Too. They're such morons. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the way so she says that she was told by Harry that there are senior royals who are expressing concerns of the potential of her uh, future child's skin tone. Yeah. Who she then says which we'll now call Archie. Yeah. Okay. So not not to draw a line in the sand <laughs> that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. But I do think that this just goes to like the their tactic yeah. in the interview. And having a conversation about an un, about anyone's skin tone, but especially about an unborn,
1: maybe not even conceived, not yet. even
0: conceived yet, potential baby ghost. Bebe?
1: Yeah,
0: that ha- isn't even <laughs> baby ghost. It doesn't even exist yet. So I guess it's just yeah. still a baby ghost. It's like soul. <laughs> it's waiting up in heaven, waiting yeah. for a body.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Go watch Soul. Yeah.
0: So, that is a level of racism that is yeah. so twisted. I can't yeah. even go down. But to make, to tell the story. Now, if you tell the story that you are pregnant and your maybe grandmother in law is talking about the skin tone of your baby, that's yeah. sick. But when you say it like they said it before, just when you started dating, like, okay, Harry, like, yeah. what are we going to do with the baby? <laughs> that's still not. Like they're both twisted, but saying it as if it was when you were pregnant. Right. But when it's- Harry, came, but but when Harry came on and told the story, Oprah was like, "Oh, so you weren't pregnant?" With he was like, "No, this was when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. This was one of the issues they brought up when we first started dating." I think that's kind of a manipulative yeah. way to tell it. Does that make sense? No, it does.
1: It's like she kind of told it at the beginning, like, "Oh, like yes," but months before Archie was born, they Yeah, were concerned. And while both are terrible, one seems – if I tell you the baby within me, my – Yeah,
0: one one seems worse. One seems worse. Yes.
1: So, yeah, there were lots of little bit of those things that they said to kind of just twist the narrative in their favor. Mm And my – so, again, my problem was was with when um, Oprah asks him straight up, like, who who had concerns over this baby's skin tone? Who
0: was talking about it?
1: He refuses to answer it.
0: Yeah, which I guess some people. And he gets he says it like he's super defensive. Yeah, he's super. Defensive. He's like, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, because I he says like something like because I know that would be well, terrible she, for them. She,
1: Megan says, I know that would be terrible. Yes, for them.
0: okay, I knew there was something like
1: yeah. that. Yeah. So okay, like, so if you break it down. Y'all have come on national television to interview with Oprah. You want to tell this story. Right. There's only so many people it could, it could, who could have said it.
0: Mm hmm. You. Right. Just That's like 20 true. minutes
1: before, you felt the need to call out Kate for what.
0: For making you cry, cry over a dress about a fight about bridesmaid justice. But
1: now you want to protect Thank your you. racist family members for doing you. something actually racist. Mm-hmm. And then later on it's um he did tell Oprah off camera and she revealed it to her bestie Gail, that it was not um the queen or Philip who had
0: the concerns. I heard that but did he reveal who it was? She did, no no no, he didn't. Oh, he, he just, just revealed re- to Oprah who it wasn't. Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. Which, that was such trash. Yeah. So and he wanted to let people know because because he probably because he knew that yes. he would have left it open like that, that the the queen would have been like too furious, like oh, left it open for it to possibly right. be the queen. Right. To have that always hang over her head like maybe it was her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still not convinced it is. It is yeah. but the fact that he had to come out and be like, it wasn't the queen or philip okay so essentially it was charles or william but i'm still not convinced that it wasn't the queen i mean i'm not convinced that they weren't all having those kind of conversations like are you kidding me
1: agreed so it's like it was like a weird line and that they were walking and boundaries that they were pushing yeah they wanted to push certain things and 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 shed light on certain aspects of them but like just wouldn't go a certain distance yeah. with it which I just thought which made me feel like the whole interview really was them carrying out a threat that they had made. Well because that's I, been your theory because yeah. it feels like conversations are still happening between Harry and Meghan and the rest of the firm. Yeah I agree with that. And that like I said they want something They yeah, I don't know what it is oh, well speak about
0: also what we found out about that they, Archie and his title. Right. They didn't want to. So we found out when Meghan was pregnant that Archie was not going to be given a title. Yeah. And the narrative in the media was that it was by choice of Meghan and Harry. Yeah. Because uh, Princess Anne, Princess Charles's only sister, her children don't have titles either. Because yeah. um, she didn't want them to have titles. Right. And it was pushed in the media that that was a decision that Harry and Meghan had came together. That it wasn't because of the royal family that they didn't want their kid to have like the pressure. They wanted to live their life. Blah, 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 blah. But they revealed with Oprah that no, it was Mm -hmm. they were told that their kids would not have titles.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So Which was
0: a huge bomb.
1: Yeah, it was. And that
0: it was not up to them. Mm-hmm. They were shocked by it. That only would their kid not have a title, but their kid would not be have security provided for them.
1: Yeah. And while Harry comes off very calm and cool and collected on camera, I cannot... I don't. Oh. Buy, I don't buy it. No. I think he's incredibly pissed at the only. I think
0: th- Megan revealed that she was pretty hurt by it.
1: I know Megan is, and that's. But like, she shows it a little bit more. Yeah. But Harry tries to come off very collected. He yeah. doesn't show. He doesn't play all his cards.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, how could you not be furious with the only life and an institution and family you've ever known,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the world you've ever known? Yeah. Essentially, shutting its doors on you. And your family, and this birthright that you have grown up your entire life in yeah. is not going to be bestowed upon your children because they're part black.
0: Essentially, is the real is the real reason. Because yeah. there was no other reason. There was no reason given to them. No, there was no reason. That, they didn't tell them it's because the kid was fair. Well, but but yeah. there was no. I mean, because Oprah said. um, Do they say why? Yeah. And they both kind of said like, you know, no real reason, no real reason was given. That to me was almost a little bit more uh, of a bomb drop than them talking about their skin tone. Because that I was like, you know, that tracks. I, if you told me that, if you had audio of that, I'd be like, yep, that's, I can imagine that conversation happening. But. Not giving them titles? Like, wow, you're going to be that transparent? Right. Everything they're doing is like, so Like, all Charles's random little <laughs> siblings, their right. kids have titles yeah. unless it's decided by them. Yeah. But Harry's kids aren't going to have titles and security? Right. Okay.
1: So that's what I was saying. So it's like... It feels like they still want something out of the firm, whether that's a title for their children, security. I can imagine
0: wanting a title now.
1: Money. If I were
0: Megan, I would be like, "How no. Well, you can that, take that that's title. What, on. That's
1: what you keep saying. But why would Harry feel that way? Like
0: he. I mean, the kid's almost one or two, but you're going to put a title on him now?
1: <laughs> I know, but I, I find it hard to believe that Harry who has been told his whole life that it's his bloodline, it's his birthright, that he, he just doesn't want it for his Well, skin. and
0: if you don't think that they aren't telling William and Harry as they're being raised how important they exactly.
1: are. exactly, Because they're princes. They're
0: princes. You are a freaking prince. Right. Like, no, I don't believe that he can just wash all that off. Yeah. So I think he still does
1: want it for his children. I think he's... And he, or he's at least yeah. pissed about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I think he's... I think he was stunned. So, I think he didn't see that yes, coming. Yes,
1: of course not. So that's what I'm saying. He, they followed through on a threat to essentially have this tell-all with Oprah. Mm-hmm. And that not revealing certain things like who said, who was concerned about the baby's skin tone is like keeping another card in their pocket. And I'm sure there's mm. lots of other cards in their pocket that they didn't t- talk about. Well, they can't
0: ever reveal it. Because if they ever reveal it, they'll look so. Because they already sure. talked about how horrible. But the it was. family doesn't know that. Yeah. They
1: don't know that they won't play that card. So by keeping more cards in their in their deck, it's possibly a negotiation tactic to get things out of
0: the firm. And you think it's that it's a potential title for their kids. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't know what it okay. is. Okay.
1: But, and I I just think that the whole interview. They had goals that they wanted to achieve with this interview. Yeah, 100%. They clearly got the American uh, public on their side. Yes. Which I
0: don't think the firm likes at all. That happened without a doubt. No, it was a hugely successful interview. Yeah. I literally couldn't be on Twitter all week because of it. It was the most
1: watched non-sports program since last year's Oscars. Jesus. Jesus. And yeah, like it's... That's it, crazy. It's crazy. I didn't know that. That's yeah. insane. So many people watched it. Yeah, we've watched it live. Had to sit through freaking commercials. Yeah,
0: commercials. Well, and we were a few minutes late because someone didn't exactly figure out the CBS on the oh, Roku. Yeah. yeah, we did miss the
1: first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Probably gold there. Mm-hmm. Data. So yeah, it was a real, it was a real chance for Harry and Meghan to, you know. Tell their side of the story. Shift the perspective that's been forced on them because of the royal family and the UK press, you know. Them, like the biggest... Another one of the things was that, like like we said at the beginning, is that when they stepped down from being senior royals, we all thought, oh, that's just some like oh, that's part of Megan's plan to get mm-hmm. him over to LA. Yeah. But they revealed that like
0: that wasn't that wasn't the their part of their plan. That yeah. they want
1: they would have stayed if they could. That I believe. I totally believe that. I believe
0: that a hundred percent. That
1: if they had gotten the support yes that William and Kate had gotten mm-hmm. that they would have stayed and that they could have had this fab four that they were trying to push at the beginning of their marriage and just seemingly kind of that all kind of like fell apart. But
0: do you think that, I don't know if William and Kate wanted the kind of Fab Four. I, I I don't know who did. Yeah, but it seems that like sharing the spotlight wasn't what they had in mind. It wasn't working for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I it think wasn't it's working for somebody. Kind of
1: clear who maybe it wasn't working for. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting going forward if Harry and Meghan really do stay away. Yeah. How William and Harry. Who have been so I know their stories so it is very sad. Their stories so tied together. They've gone yeah. up together, done everything seemingly together, yeah. side by side. And as they go forward and get older, they're gonna just have vastly different lives. I mean yeah. William will eventually become king yeah. and Harry's going to what? Be growing avocados in his backyard?
0: Yeah. Like He's going to become, like, the head of a studio. Yeah, like... Like, seriously, he's going to have, like, American kids. Yeah, his kids
1: aren't going to have accents. No. That's going to be weird. That's going to be <laughs> if so... If they stay in California, who knows?
0: I don't see them going back to England anytime soon, do you?
1: Again, I think that negotiations are going to continue and that...
0: What, you think, like, this is, like... You think that Oprah interview was, like... Battle one and yeah. they're like, Listen, yeah, this can keep raining all around you, or yeah, because I think give eventually... us what we, want and we can come home and, and like put, put this all behind us. I don't know about that, but I do think that if the royals were smart. I mean,
1: they're losing this right now.
0: Yes. And everything they do. Well, what's so beautiful about this blowing up in their face? war is that not only are the royal family losing, but they have no clue how to fight it. No like, clue. It's, uh, it no was, clue. I think the putting the uh, rumor out about Meghan was just like God. revealed. Oh, you don't know the temperature of the room. Yeah. You don't understand what social media is. It, you don't understand what like you're yeah. like the Megan yeah. uh, race issue, class uh-huh. issue, elitism, imperialism, everything, and you're gonna accuse her of bullying, that will blow up so far yeah. back in your face so much. You will not have eyebrows. Like no. I couldn't I wish I was a fly in the wall when they were discussing that. I, I would have been like You guys are no. so I cannot even tell we're you. You're ten steps behind. Yeah. It's like crazy. social media is not gonna allow this room to have yeah. any legs. Yeah. Like, they have no idea how to fight in this type of social climate with social media. It's so obvious. They have met their match. Yeah.
1: And that's why I feel like they're going to have to give in eventually and give them something. And in return, maybe they do get something because Harry and Meghan are making them look so bad. And they're making them look... It's also showing, putting to... Like, rising to the surface how
0: pointless having a monarchy percent. i will i said that when harry in the oprah interview said because oprah said something like and then they cut you off right he's like yeah and then and then they they cut me off i think if i were his i remember i like winced when he said it because mm-hmm. it's like all he talks about is how he works right and, like, and it's also so obvious that he can leave the royal family and get all these multi-million dollar mm. deals, but yet he's still being paid by taxpayer dollars. Right, like, exactly. I just think the way it came out, especially like in America. Like,
1: yeah, I don't think a lot of people caught that. Or like, yeah,
0: maybe I just yeah. caught it. It
1: did sound like, oh my God, it's so hard if you know you have to work for the first time in your life. Yeah, and
0: like the way he said if it weren't for the money that his mom left yeah. him, he wouldn't... He said that like such a poor little rich boy. Right. If it weren't
1: also, for the Megan's t- got her own monies.
0: If it right. weren't for like the ten to twenty million dollars, right. your mom like oh well, thank God for that. Thank you know God. what I mean? Like you don't yeah. like he said it so disconnected.
1: But from then reality. like another thing you learn from the Crown is that like her whole job, the Queen's job, and and then and then uh, by extension, you know the rest of the firm's job is to basically like. Just keep people from not hating them, yes, so that they can continue living off these taxpayer monies and doing what they're doing. Like they have. That's literally that's that's literally the gig. That's that's the gig. So Harry and Meghan are really putting a a wrench in that whole plan. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if they want to keep up their lifestyle of being royals, they're gonna need to meet Harry and Meghan where they need to be met or they, would,
0: or they want to be met.
1: You're probably right. I don't think this is the uh, end of it. I think it's just really, really the, yeah. the beginning.
0: And the idea that royals can come and go, th- that's what they hated so much about uh, Elizabeth's uncle abdicating. Was right. George... Whatever. whichever the one who left George, to, yeah. to marry the first divorced American. Yeah. The idea that you can give something away that's supposed mm-hmm. to be ordained by God mm-hmm. is a big you big know deal. terror and the idea of royalty in the monarchy <laughs> yeah, yeah so the idea that harry can leave something that was ordained by god and go hang out in Matacito, california but then ironically is weird they want to take away archie's birthright so again they're exactly. talking about both sides
1: of their mouth maybe that's where harry gets it from right exactly
0: well that's probably why harry left
1: yeah okay well but yeah. Again, I don't think this is the last of it. I think it's just the beginning, and things are probably gonna get worse before they get better, if they get better at all.
0: And we'll be here to keep you attuned to everything. Yeah, maybe that we'll happens. be writing
1: season eight um, mm. of The Crown.
0: Netflix. You can't afford me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford me. Yeah. No. You just slide into my DMs. I got you. Yeah. We can work something out. Um. I think we su- definitely covered that. We probably overthought it for sure. Did we overthink it? Yeah. um, We're going to go get ready for the Grammys. Ah! We are going to watch them. haven't watched an award show all season. Taylor's performing. But Taylor's performing. And I really <laughs> think she's going to win Album of the Year. Not only do I think she's going to win, my other choice of, for winning Album of the Year would be Haim. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I love I love those little 3AM girls, but I don't think it's going to happen. Grammy's known for That's surprises. true. I mean, pfft, tell that to Arcade Fire. But... I think that Taylor's... That
0: reference went over my head. Oh, yeah, it's okay.
1: I think Taylor's got it over in the bag. You know, they snubbed her these past two albums. And besides time Please don't bring it up. I Don't bring it up to her. Yeah. And besides time, there's no one else who deserves it. Right. So that's why I'm, like, kind of happy... I, that I can be happy that she's going to win. Yeah. I can't, there's, like... She's not going to be, like... It's not the, the white girl, like, you know... Yeah. Just winning out over... The deserving uh black artist. No,
0: sometimes white people deserve to win awards too. Sometimes. It doesn't happen very often. Happen. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they, they do. do. I know conjured what we've been saying for the past Just Taylor though. Yeah.
1: Just Taylor. But
0: if any white person deserves to win an award It's, it's Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> so it's Taylor
1: time. That's Congratulations, it. White Queen. Yeah. <gasps> So yeah, we're gonna rewatch it. Can't wait to see what
0: she performs. What do you think she's gonna perform? Um
1: What did we say the other I, night? We said
0: August. I think it's gonna be August. I yeah. think yeah, I think it's August. Um it's about to be summer. Yeah. Daylight saving time, people are getting vaccinated. Yeah. We're about to be out on these streets. August so, is summer and sweet tea and we love it. Yes. So we're
1: excited. Definitely, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Alrighty. What if she like totally
0: does a curveball and like performs like Willow?
1: Please, Please, don't warm warm. Willow. <laughs>
0: Please. don't perform. Do not Willow. Do not perform Willow. Yeah.
1: Taylor, if you're Taylor, you
0: listening. Don't And you're backstage right now, tuning.
1: This is a live. Let's <laughs> so. retune <re-doing> it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for listening. This was We Might Be Overthinking This. I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm your host, Dara.
0: Free Brittany. Free Brittany.